Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This story from Phoenix, Arizona may leave one mess that's going to be difficult to clean up. In fact, we might eventually, if the winds are right, be able to smell it from here. Police are investigating how and why this got dumped on the side of the road over the weekend. It seems as though there was a spearfishing tournament at nearby Lake Pleasant, and after the winner was crowned, all the carp and other nuisance fish that were killed during the event loaded into a truck with the intent of donating it to a local wildlife sanctuary where it could be used to feed the bears. But that bear food never made it, as the truck somehow dumped the load at 15th and Pinnacle, all 1,000 pounds of it. And let's just point out that Sunday, the high in Phoenix was 98, it was 96 Monday and 91 yesterday. Now, as you might expect, people are complaining, but it's not just for the halibut. Okay, let me just stop. Before the fish puns get out of hand, I'll scale back. (laughs) Man, that's early to start that, Cliff. That is really early for that. (laughs) Cliff, I feel a little bit bad this morning. I have been thinking about this. Yes, I uh, am. I messed up last Friday. I uh, I forgot that it was our one-year anniversary of being apart from each other. <laughs> we talked about it before then. I, yeah, I mean, we talked about it before. I didn't figure it was necessary to celebrate on the day of. We I already was, to discussed it. So. I was going to celebrate, and so yeah. to make up for it, Cliff, Yeah. how about today, mm-hmm. around noonish, okay. I'll take you out to eat. <laughs> Anywhere you want to go, Cliff, on me. Absolutely on me. Whatever you want, wherever you want to go, I don't care. No. Price is no concern <laughs> because of my foolishness of forgetting this anniversary. Right. Let me let me get a rain check for Friday. You know, I can't really do that. Today's my day. I'm busy on Thursday and Friday after the show. So if you want to go today, are you I turning me today. down? Are you turning down my day? I cannot go today. In fact... I can't eat anything today. <laughs> you got a I'm diet? On that, I'm on that liquid diet, you know, the day before your procedure. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. I thought so it was. My breakfast this morning is uh, coffee with sugar, but no cream, and apple juice. Well, that makes me feel a lot better, Cliff, because oh, you, <laughs> you would be the first guy that's ever turned me down for a date, and so uh, you have a reason for it now. Yes. Thanks, Cliff. We, this story might require the use of a scorecard to keep track of who's on which side or who's on first. A wedding is supposed to be the happiest and saddest of days. Happy for the couple who's found young love and are now ready to embark on their new life together and sad for the parents of both bride and groom who sees all the childhood memories pass as their little one, now grown, is wed. Much was the case at this wedding in the Jiangsu province of China back on March 31st. Until, that is, the mother of the groom spotted a birthmark on the hand of her son's bride-to-be that she had not noticed before. And that caused her to immediately ask the bride's parents the question, Is your daughter adopted? It was something that had been kept a secret from the bride-to-be, and she broke into tears upon the realization that her parents had never told her, as you might expect. And soon, on her wedding day, instead of walking down the aisle, she was asking questions about her biological parents. 
The mother of the groom, though, had the big answer when she told everyone there that she had given a girl up for adoption, one with a birthmark on her hand just like that one. And that meant the bride was actually preparing to marry her brother. Let's just remind everyone now that this is China we're talking about and not West Virginia. You can imagine the funny looks, though, that shot from person to person in the wedding party as people realized what going through with the nuptials would mean, let alone any sexy time they might have experienced in premarital fashion. The mother of the groom, though, had a second surprise in that her son, who was getting ready to marry his sister, was in fact also adopted. And somehow that made everything all right, and the wedding continued. It still, though, made... Her daughter-in-law, her daughter, and her son, also her son-in-law. <laughs> Can you imagine, Cliff, how messed up the seating chart had to be at the reception for that thing? <laughs> they were shuffling deck chairs on yeah. the Titanic. <laughs> I don't know. After a while, it's just sit where you want to. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> I know, Cliff, you're the rules man, and you're the smart person here on this program. <laughs> The um, Sheldon Cooper yeah, of radio, as you've told I, us. I, I, someone said that to me. I'm just repeating what others have said. So you, you repeat know. anything people say about you, Cliff? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. The good stuff. Okay. All right. <laughs> just the good I mean, stuff. It, and, and you came up with the game Bet on the Brain. <laughs> that we'll be playing later today. Later yes. today. Well, yeah. I'm... This might be out of your expertise, Cliff. Do you know anything okay. about the rules and regulations of a beauty pageant? Um, not particularly, no. Oh, you're not going to be any help on this one. Oh, okay. You see, Cliff, over yeah. near India, yeah, they uh, had a beauty pageant live on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the contestants, for some reason, got mad at each other and started punching on each other. All so, of the so contestants. <laughs> I've always wondered if, you know... That was possible to have a brawl <laughs> during a beauty, <laughs> during a beauty pageant. pageant. Yeah, well, it happened, and uh, okay. it was bad. If you YouTube okay. it, it's pretty bad. They finally got all the ladies separated, and after the fighting stopped, they went ahead. But I'm just wondering. Yeah. They always have a miscongeniality in these contests, right? Well, yeah. How do you pick that after you've all been in a big fist fight <laughs> live on national tv in this country is it the lady with the less bruises cliff because she i was gonna (laughs) or is she the toughest one because nobody could hit her well i mean i've never like punched anyone but my guess is punching someone is going to leave a mark on your hand wouldn't you say that's accurate i would say at least it'd be red yeah so basically if they uh had all the beauty contestants line up and show off their fists the one with the uh, fewest uh, marks on their hands from the throwdown would be miscongeniality and that boys and girls is why cliff ingram <laughs> is the sheldon cooper of radio right there <laughs> i saw this on tv yesterday scientist okay. was on there and this scientist predicted that one day it's going to be possible yeah. to transplant human brains from one person to the other. Ooh. Okay. And I'm just going to give you this cautionary tale right now. <laughs> if you're around whenever this is possible, yeah. if you decide to get a new brain, pay a little extra. <laughs> Go for a little bit extra 
get the one that functions above disc jockey level. Please, get the one <laughs> above disc jockey level. It's worth the extra cash now. It'll pay off in the future, Cliff. Trust me, it will. Read the country of Malaysia has some of the strictest laws covering drug enforcement on the planet. If you're caught drugs there, you could be hung, you know, from the neck until dead. Addicts will get a chance for rehab, but repeated failure in the rehab program could get you 5 to 13 years in prison and a beating, just so you know they're serious. But as you might expect, those with addiction issues will find whatever way they can to get high. And right now, the trade minister in that country says that the lawmaking body needs to write some new rules because those who cannot buy drugs have found a new way to fill that need. Well, and they found a loophole in the law to do it legally. And that is, they're sniffing cow poop. Apparently, when aged properly, the cow poop gives off sulfur and other chemicals that produce the euphoric feeling addicts crave. So, lawmakers in Malaysia could be making it illegal soon to smell cow poop. How do they come up with that stuff, Cliff? <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, how would you know <laughs> that doing that would cause that effect on you? I, I, I don't know. And if they gave me a 5 to 13 year prison sentence... They don't need to beat me to let me know that they're serious. <laughs> That's just something extra they throw in, Cliff. It's like the cherry on the top, the beating. Yeah, you're, you're probably right. Yeah, I think it is. All right, let's go to the phone line, Cliff, and let's see who right. we have here. Here we go. Okay. Hi, who's this? Hi, uh, your good old buddy, Mike Luttrell. All righty. Well, hey, Mike Luttrell. How's it going today for you? It's going. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Rogers, it is. Well, Mike, we're getting ready to play. Is it true or did I just make it up? I'm going to give you the statement. If you feel like you know the answer, go ahead and answer. If you feel like you're not sure and you want to bet on the brain, we'll have Cliff answer it, okay? Let's do it. I'll tell you this. Cliff does not know what the statement is, okay? Uh, no. All right. All right. Stephen King, the famous writer got his start working at a high school as the janitor. And as he was cleaning the girls' locker room, that's when he was inspired to write the novel, Carrie. Now, is that true, or did I just make it up, Michael? Give it to the brain. Oh, we're going to bet on the brain. What does the brain say? Well, um, I don't know a lot about Stephen King, uh, other than the things that he comes up with are truly amongst the bizarre novel ideas in the history of writing. Um, but it sounds like, because everyone starts with a, you know, a job that they do for a while and they move on. And um, I'm going to say that's true. The brain has said true. Michael, if you was going to say, which way would you lean? I was going to probably say true as well. Both of you are correct. That is absolutely wow. true. And Michael Luttrell, you have won tickets to the World of Wheels. Way to go, Brain. Hey, hey he's, he's got pleasure. a big one. Michael will have those tickets out here for you at Country 98.1, okay? All right, man. First win of the season. First win of the season. Michael Luttrell, betting <laughs> on the brain has worked out, Cliff, right off the bat. Way, way to go, Brain. Yeah. Kind of like that. Cliff, for mm -hmm. only the second time that I can remember anyway, we're yeah. going to have a take it to the bank today. With a ta-da, 
at the end of it. <laughs> oh, no. I think this is oh. number two that we've ever, the f- number I'm, two coming at you. <laughs> well. When we take it to the bank. And it involves a, a guillotine. Oh, okay. So you could kind of see where the ta might come in here, Cliff. And it's time now for Take It to the Bank with a ta-da. Ooh, I'm excited about this one, Cliff. <laughs> All righty. Well, during the French Revolution, that's where the yeah. guillotine was first introduced into the world. Okay. And the people that were selected to be executed would get into fist fights with each other, trying to be the very first one in line. <laughs> Because <laughs> the blade would dull after multiple uses and wouldn't cut a head clean off in the first attempt. <laughs> See, that made that a little bit better, didn't it, Cliff? Yeah, a little wanna, bit. You don't want to be the 15th guy. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Crank her back up, boys. <laughs> Four drops later. <laughs> feel kind of bad this morning, Cliff, of the mental picture that I left in all of our wonderful 11 listeners' minds when I did the take it to the bank. Oh, yeah? That's a bad mental image to have, so (laughs) I'm I'm going to try to make that up right now with some good news, some really good news. Miss Dolly Parton back in the news. Okay, good. She got her second dose of the COVID vaccine, so now our wonderful friend Dolly is safe and sound. Isn't that great, Cliff? Hmm. No, absolutely. Everyone loves Dolly Parton. You want to see her do well. Yes, the virus can't bother her. In fact, probably the only thing that can bring her down now is gravity. (laughs) And you left us with that mental image. Thank you, Cliff. Thank you. (laughs) Just fall right over. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before we get out of here today, Cliff, I just want to say good luck tomorrow. You're doing a good thing and a smart thing tomorrow, getting yourself checked out. and. uh, And, uh, I'll tell you how it went on Friday. Yes, I know you're a little bit nervous. Everybody is, especially their yep. first time. And I'm just going to mm-hmm. say the best thing I found was just think about what's the worst thing that could possibly happen during this procedure. <laughs> and if you want, I can send you yeah. the list of the worst things, Cliff, that could possibly say, happen. I've got you, them. <laughs> if you want me to send them to you, you can read through them and study it. That's okay. Uh, no, that's, that won't be necessary. All right. Yeah. Well, Cliff, was there anything said today? Morning roadshow phrases of the day start with number three. A brawl during a beauty pageant. Number two. The bride was preparing to marry her brother. The number one morning roadshow phrase for today. You don't need to beat me to let me know you're serious. Is that always <laughs> going to be number two, two, Cliff? Two, two, Do Cliff? what? Is that always going to be number two, two? If if the bride is about to marry her brother. Yeah, that's going to be number two. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.